Jesus, show a little uh, respect. So what kind of an asshole would go out and start uh, buying books about this Diana just because it's, huh? Because it's the one-year anniversary, get caught up in all this re-hype again like there's nothing else going on in the world? I mean, we've got gloom and Duma in Russia. Isn't that what they're calling it? And uh, some assholes are out there buying Diana books, like this one I got in my hand right now that I bought at Borders yesterday. The Day Diana Died by Christopher Anderson. I read like the first few pages, and I think it's uh, going to be disappointing. It's like another suck fest, I believe. For like, how much did I pay for this? Oh, jeez. 27 bucks. And tax. And recapable uh, whatever goes with it. 27 bucks for another uh, suck fest? Man, oh, man. So I got some great mail here. And also a couple of good faxes. I'm watching our show on Whammy at the 10.30, which on Sunday nights at, at least... I'm not even going to tell you when it's on, because I have no idea anymore. It's on whenever they feel like it, when they got nothing else to stick on there. And the 10.30 show was pretty damn good, so I'm waiting on Sundays. They've been showing reruns from 10.30 to 11.30. Two piggyback, back-to-back, as in <laughs> piggyback. 11 o'clock comes uh, the Bobby Bowden show. And I said, what the F is this? It's the F and Bobby Bowden show. Well, coming to find out this morning that they were all along, we were never going to be out at 11 o'clock on Sundays. It was either going to be replaced by the Bobby Bowden show or a show called David Suarez on Fashion. Which, uh, huh? And I guess they must have seen this picture that I have in my hand, which you'll have to watch the TV show to see this. David in a lovely green gown. I mean, he is just beautiful in there. And they took one look at this, and they said, well, maybe Bobby Bowden looks a little more macho. And we've already got too much of that uh, kind of stuff on the air anyway, which God only knows they do. David Suarez on fashion. They maybe pick it up and place an out loud or one of those, so keep your eye peeled for that. Speaking of that, by the way, they had some pretty interesting people on tens last night. Did you see that? That's what it, that people want to see cleavage. They want to see naked. They want to see a cleavage and peevage. That's what they want to see. Now you're talking. They want to see hot, young, almost naked bodies, preferably naked. But uh, if you can't get away with that, as close as possible to the real. And you're right. Uh, DT needs a, a whole bunch of meals. He looks like post-Auschwitz on a bad day. I have never seen Ichabod Crane look like Fat Joe compared to that. That's how uh, scrawny DT is. But anyway, enough of that crap. Boy, so I've got this great letter. I'll get to that in a minute. That's going to take like at least two segments. But here's the facts. We got all this crap about Buddy Bud Paxson, by the way, in the papers, because Paxnet starts at noon today. Oh! All right, let's hear it. As Buddy Bud brings God and religion back to television with a bunch of uh, mushed-over old reruns. What, is, what does that have to do with anything, you know? Dr. Quinn, medicine uh, geek, or whatever the, all those shows are that he's putting back on. Father Dowling Mysteries. Oh, boy, that's my favorite. Bring bring back the Lord to uh, TV with Buddy Bud Paxton, of course, is a total phony. And the only thing he cares about is the bottom line and make, hopes to make a lot of money by not spending any. Just kind of like this joint here. Let's, uh, it's a crap shoot. Let's shoot up some crap and see if anybody... W and they will watch it. That's the sad part of it. Because anytime you put any of that rerun old crap on there, it, it attracts an audience. Not a big, massive, and vivid audience, but some audience. And he'll make, some, he'll make more money on it. But somebody faxes me this article this morning, which I wish it was a better copy. They always fax me these, you know, you have to be a, a genius to be able to read these. From the Palm Beach Post yesterday. Thank you, John and Boynton. Get a new fax machine. But at any rate, maybe it's ours. And it's Buddy Bud Paxson commenting on yours truly. And here's even a little picture of me, a real goofy picture of me. Goofier than usual. It says, this is one of those things that I honestly believe the Lord played a hand in, offers Paxson. This is one of those things that... Oh, God! ...stuck his hand in. 
when passion and this is so full of lies and uh, error and bullcrap that it's absolutely positively unbelievable it's just amazing i mean born agains don't lie do they they don't feed us a bunch of horse crap when Paxson bought WIOD AM610 in May 1997, he had to assume the five-year contract of Neil Rogers, the number one radio trash master in Miami. Paxson considers Rogers vulgar and profane on his best days. Paxson's lawyers could find no way out of Rogers' contract. This, this is such an unbelievable lie, if that's what this man said. First of all, they could have paid me off right off the bat and never put me on here one day. That's number one. Secondly, the reasons that they bought the radio station, according to this man himself, was two reasons for the Miami Dolphin broadcast and the Neil Rogers show. Period. Those are the main reasons they bought IOD before they trashed it. Paxson's lawyers could find no way out of Rogers' contract, but six months after Paxson bought WIOD, he got a uh, something or other, which I can't read this, that pointed out that the contract could be, uh, the deal could be renegotiated six months after the sale of the station. Paxson happily obliged. Total lie. I had a one-year window in my contract, which said that uh, up to a year uh, after a year after the sale of the station, I could like renegotiate, and uh, otherwise I was a free agent. I paid a salary for five months while he sat on the beach. Actually, he went to Italy. Then he came back and went to work for another station, WQAM. It cost Paxton about ten thousand a week for five months. Did I clean up the airwaves? Only a little corner of the rug got cleaned, unfortunately, but that's all I could do. My contribution to South Florida was keep Neil Rogers off the air, says Buddy Bud Paxson. What the, whoever wrote this crap in a Palm Beach Post, and by the way, that's a Cox newspaper, I should point out, they should know better. Whoever wrote this should uh, be in jail right now for bullcrap. Don't they have a bullcrap jail? They ought to, man, would that be loaded? See a lot of familiar faces from around here in that place, by the way. But at any rate... Just loaded with lies because at the time that I did sign the deal with WQM to come over here, what were they doing with me? Renegotiating for me to do another five. In fact, they wanted six years, not five years, at uh, IOD. And putting up billboards trying to... Uh... And putting up more billboards trying to convince, uh, hey, yeah, everybody listen to IOD and the Neil Rogers show. And I remember Harry Penis telling me, oh, yeah, well, the reason we're only putting up Neil Rogers billboards, we have nothing else on the station that's worth promoting. How do you like them apples, huh? When they brought in that hairy penis Valentine from Orlando. How's he doing now, by the way? Anybody seen him? Yeah. So we were renegotiating the deal with the Paxson people. And even though he was trying to put that language stuff in there, you'll recall that we backed him right up against the wall the very last minute. And he retracted that. He said, okay, go ahead, say whatever crap you want. Because I'm a potty mouth phony anyway, is what he said. And he is. But just to prove to you, here's a good lesson for all you young people out there as you go through your uh, life. Save crap. I save a lot of crap. Sometimes I'll have something I'll think, well, you know, might, someday this might come in handy. I have right in my hand a letter dated October 18th, West Palm Beach postmark, from Paxson Communications in West Palm Beach, 601 Clearwater Park Road. Personal letter from Buddy Bud Paxson, signed Bud. Not but, not Mr. Paxson, not uh, Lowell W., but Bud. My Bud. good post-personal Bud, Bud. Mr. Neil Rogers, dear Neil, just saw your summer Arbitron ratings and your double-digit 10.0 share for men, 25 to 54, jumped off the page, not to mention your number one ranking. The adult demos were also very impressive. Congratulations and thanks for the confirmation that we made an incredible deal when we purchased W.I.D. Hope you're enjoying your new studios, and please feel free to call Jay Hoker or me at corporate if there is anything we can do to help continue these great ratings. Sincerely, Bud. Lowell Bud Paxson, hypocrite, lying, phony, born again, a piece of crap. Trash man. Talk about trash. I'm not the uh, chief of trash. He's the chief of trash. 
the home schlock network, the goddamn what he did to radio and uh, all over the goddamn uh, state, and then, of course, what he's doing to that so-called Paxnet, putting a bunch of old, uh, trashed-up, hashed-up reruns on there. He's the he's the maven of trash. An article right, and it goes to show you again, because you read it in the newspaper, does that mean it's true? No. Does that mean it's probably a bunch of crap? Uh-huh. There you go, especially in a Palm Beach Post. Buddy, bud, liar, liar, your goddamn pants on fire. You're going to be burning that lake of fire. You've told so many lies. Even Bubba's not in your league when it comes to lying, okay? Buddy, bud, Paxson. Nice job, by the way, ruining all your stations. What a freaking liar. Like I said, man, he's born again. Each and every single one of them. Hypocrite, phony, screw around, liar. Every goddamn born again that I've ever had any dealings with in my life, full of crap. It's just overflowing like a goddamn septic tank. It's backing up in their puss like a goddamn overrun colostomy bag in Cemetery Village. Oh, there he goes being crude again. I got a great letter. Boy, do I have a letter. 1009 at 560 WQAM. Don't forget the Marlins tonight, baby. Mark McGuire, he's doing it. When you're looking to make your next electronics or appliance purchase, forget. This is a bunch of hooey. Are you sure? Say goodbye to Aaron Summers. Say hi to Ron and Ron. They're going to work for Paxson. And that's a matter of fact. They're going to work for Paxson. But Neil ain't changing his act. Paxson's a born-again Christian. Righteous as he can be. He wants to change the station's Okay, 1015 at 560 WQAM. So anyway, Diana would die a year ago, and uh, okay, big deal. Just unbelievable how the whole world gets sucked in because the media is absolutely out of their mind. The media is sick and needs help badly. And I'll give you a good example of that, by the way. This morning, they come up on CNBC. Those of us who are invested with our stocks worried about this worldwide depression that's coming on any day now. And they start, I'm, I, it was like they should have all had pom-poms on. They should have been doing the cheerleading routine. Oh, and the Dow is starting out. The futures is up, and uh, bada beep, bada boop. Within the first 15 minutes, it was up about 33 points, 41 points, whatever it was. And there's little Maria Bartiromo down there in the Florida New York Stock Exchange. Oh, and J.P. Morgan hasn't even factored in yet. And when that gets in there, oh, the Dow is really going to... Oh, and they're all, like, jumping up and down. Guess what? It's down 100 points. And the Nasdaq's down 35. And that's only in the first 45 minutes. And what are they going to be talking about now? Remembering Diana. Yeah, they got some bitch on there, some slanty-eyed bitch doing news right now. She's saying, I'll get back to you, Diana, something like that. The world is going to hell in a handbasket. People that had like a million dollars two days ago, they're worth like a what? Fifty bucks now? Only fifty dollars. That's what they got. So we're all in the same boat together now. We're all a bunch of schleppers. Because, uh, and they're worried about the Diana. 
Newsflash, Dow drops more than 100 points. There you go. And they're giving us a bunch of crap this morning, like uh, it's going to go through the roof. We're going to have that big bounce. Bounce on this, okay, you idiots, you morons. They're bouncing on it. So anyway, speaking of the Fox Network, nothing makes me happier than to see something happen that causes them grief and lose money. Because Fox rhymes with slots. They try to reinvent hockey. They blew it. They're trying to get out of it this year, but it looks like they won't. they got one more year where they're going to lose their ass on that. Thank God. Nice going. Then Disney's going to lose their ass on it for five years. But nevertheless... So Saturday, here's the big hype, the game of the week, nationwide TV. It's the Cardinal game, baby. The Cardinals and the Braves. And guess what? Here's Mark McGuire for the first time in the first inning. And, you know, you can argue, was it a strike? Was it a ball? First I saw it would look like way low and inside, and it's a substitute umpire, and uh, et cetera. But what the hell difference did it make? Is this game has any, any meaning whatsoever? No. Other than 45,000 people are packed into Bush Stadium hoping to see Mark McGuire hit a home run that day? That's all that counted. And so he goes ballistic because it was a 3-2 pitch. He's called out on strikes. Tony La Russa comes running out. Uh, our uh, former manager there, Renee Walkaway, Renee Latchman, comes running out from the third base coaches box. They're trying to restrain him. And finally, after about seven opportunities, the umpire throws his ass out of the game. Now, of course, the fans are pissed, and they start acting like a bunch of animals, throwing balls and crap out on the field until they started throwing people out. And then the third inning, just about everybody, well, half the people left anyway because no more Mark McGuire. And the Fox announcers, man, they're the ones whose chins were down to their toes because guess what happened when Mark McGuire got thrown out of that game? Every TV set in America that was tuned into that game went into a, another position. You could hear people clicking it and whacking it and yanking it and pulling it as soon as he walked into that dugout. As soon as they saw the last couple of balls when they tried to hit Ryan Klesko in the head with a baseball, as soon as they saw that it missed, everybody said, okay, that's the end of that. No more excitement there. And the Fox people were just <laughs> crapping loads in their pantaloons, baby, because they knew that here they, here they had just blown it. So it wasn't the question that Mark McGuire was pissed, which he later admitted. And you could hear, if you watched the game, which I think some of these people on the morning show didn't even see the goddamn game, and they were talking, bah, 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 bah. I saw the game. You could hear the F and this, this. He unleashed every expletive that's ever been invented, something that I never heard of. And, you know, the umpire only takes so much crap and says, get him away from me. And they couldn't get him away. And he finally said, you're out of here. I have a nice life. Go hit a home run in the goddamn locker room. Go take some more Andro. Go see Hurricane Andro. Oh, speaking of hurricanes, by the way, Brian Norcross does it again. You know something? As, as bad as CNBC markets down 116 as they 44, I'm choking on it. I'm gagging from watching the CNBC. God. As bad as they are this morning, little Brian Norcross just refuses to give up. And here's this uh, Hurricane Danielle. And this is on, uh, it was either Saturday afternoon? Saturday afternoon. He's still trying to get everybody worked up into a frenzy, even though the Weather Channel, everybody else in the world is telling us, have no fear, the worst that's going to happen is those poor bastards up in the Carolinas might get it again. But the great, the best case scenario is it's going to move up north and out to uh, northeast, which it did, off to sea. And here's Brian Norcross, and the thing on his little weather map is right there due east of South Florida. And he's looking at it, and he's saying, well, it's right, it's coming right at us. I'm looking at it. It's coming right at us. And, and all the experts, you know, they're very confident it's going to miss us. But I sure will feel a lot better when, uh, when it's uh, taking that northward turn. And he, he must have said it a half a dozen times. It's sitting right out here, and it's coming right, at, right toward us. As if can't we somehow force it to come over here so I can uh, get whipped up into a frenzy. They can make another movie about me and put me on television again. 
and make me into a big star? Into a, instead of just a little weather furry, can't they make me into a big superstar? You are out of the ball game, Mr. Norcross. You're an asshole. You're irresponsible. You're a jerk is what you are. Anybody wants to know what's going on with any kind of severe weather, turn on the Weather Channel, which I written. See that thing in the paper about their ratings went skyrocketing the last uh, couple of weeks with, uh, the two, with the two hurricanes? Because people are really want to get information and not just St. Vitus dance hysteria on TV and not watching newscasters getting blown off into the ocean. Then they turn on the Weather Channel and see the real stuff. Find out what's really going on. The Dow is down 112 points, and this on the heels of the CNBC people this morning, hyperventilating. Little Maria Bartiromo was hopping up and down like Rumpelstiltskin. With, she looked like she had 50,000 Mexican beans inside her. Rectum. That's right. That's how hysterical she was, that we were going to have that big bounce today and make a nice big comeback. And they're all on there trying to make a big case. But They're uh, giving us a song and a dance. But uh, don't confuse them with the facts, okay, because they're in the entertainment business. So here is a letter. This is one of the great letters in the history of my life. Almost as good as the Buddy Bud Paxson letter. In fact, I might just save it. I'll put it in the same envelope. It's from Elizabeth in Pembroke Pines. Oh, here's Greg Reed with George's bonus. Has he got your bonus? No. He's reaching into both pockets, uh, empty. Yeah, get out of here. If you don't have his bonus, uh, get out of here. Well, that market's taking a real crap away. Oh, the beat. Thank God this isn't a publicly owned company. Should we thank God for that or not? No, if we were a publicly owned company, we might have some decent equipment. But at any rate, yeah, I'm showing my nice letter from Buddy Bud Paxson, by the way, that I saved. Never got a letter from Greg Reed like this. Here's the, And by the way, how come we don't have an Employee of the Month anymore? You notice after I got Employee of the Month and I uh, turned the pin down and took the money, that was the end of that. No, we haven't had another Employee of the Month since that time when I got it. That's like months ago. Because I had Lee the... Lee Cutler uh, got it. What? Lee Cutler got it last time. Lee Cutler? Who sits over here and makes all that goddamn noise in the next room? Who's like a, a poor man's Tom Denenberg? The world's biggest twerp that goes out and says, You wouldn't want to buy any spots, would you? Especially in those crappy Marlins game, they all say, No. Oh, how, about ten, how about we pay you 75 bucks? Uh -huh. They still don't want it. God, Lee Cutler, the employee of the month. Uh, no wonder they kept that a secret, okay? We'd have peed in our pants so hard we'd have had a flood in this joint if we saw that. So here is a great letter, one of the great letters I've ever had in my life, by the way, from Elizabeth and Pembroke Pines. This is the best. Dear Neil, I am one of those women you're always yelling about. Why don't they like me, those uptight bitches? What is it? Somebody tell me. So I'm going to tell you, says Elizabeth. My old man is a Neil Rogers fan, so I get Neil in the daytime and Neil at night, whether I want it or not. So what she's saying is she gets it in the daytime and gets it at night, whether she wants it or not, and the show too. Politically, and in many other ways, I'm in complete agreement with your views and opinions, but too many times you don't seem to know the difference between dirty funny and dirty gross. Then I started watching the television segments and got a completely different take on you. On the radio, many times you just sound like a dirty old man. Am I a dirty old man? Uh -huh. You bet. But on the tube, we get to see your facial expressions and come to understand that you're goofing. That sounds like something Joe Rose would say, goofing. You're having fun most of the time, and it seems to me the TV segments are cleaned up a little bit. A little bit too much. Then you had to ruin it all by going into a... Now, here comes the good part, okay? You knew there would be one sooner or later. Then you had to ruin it all by going into a long dissertation about the problems you're having with your... Rectum. Oh. Now, who the F... She even puts the F word in it. Who the F do you think cares about your... Rectum. Who wants to hear that? Your... Rectum. Maybe one of your erogenous zones. <laughs> Wrong. Sorry, Liz. I made that very clear. Not for me. Maybe for you, sweetheart. Not for me. But the world at large, believe me, does not care to hear about your rectum. So I leave the room. 
I'm neither uptight nor a bitch and not easily offended, by the way. Jesus, use a little taste, will you? Sincerely, Liz in Pembroke Pines. And does have a last name, but I'll spare her the uh, expense and the embarrassment. Well, congratulations on the courage. Finally, we had some uptight, I mean, some woman out there admit why she uh, can't stand me, hates me like poison. Because, as usual, it's not just a women thing, it's an American thing in general. The uptight Americans who just can't deal with things that have to do with real life. To be very honest with you, I think I deserve a medal for having the courage, the gall, the balls to come on the air and admit to going to my doctor for a physical exam and finding that I have a bruise, which is a hell of a lot better than having prostate cancer or colon cancer or some other grotesque, horrible thing, I thought. And I thought I explained very antiseptically how the... And there was a doctor explained it to me, okay? If he's a doctor, how, how gross can it be? See, that everything is dirty or gross. If it has to do with the human body, if it has to do with sex or natural human functions, it's dirty and it's gross. Like picking your nose, okay? Ever, no, women don't pick their nose. And sure as hell don't chew them. They don't do that. That's right. And women certainly don't ever, they don't do that now. They never take a, they never fart. They never take a dump. And certainly there's no woman in the world with a bruise. To be honest with you, with the stuff that we heard on this show a couple of months ago, I wouldn't be surprised with what we hear is going on out there, that there might be some women who do have a bruise. Rectum. But not, didn't, didn't get the same way I did. And of course I could understand why they'd be embarrassed to admit to that. Okay, Elizabeth? Because if I had a bruise, Rectum. we're doing hanky-panky with something that the Lord intended to be the outshoot, not the inshoot. I'd be pretty embarrassed about it, too, being the fact that I am. But at least I'd have an excuse, which I don't because I don't, don't participate and don't care to and don't want to even know about it. I had a bruised rectum, okay? Suppose I would have had a twisted colon. Would that have been dirty and disgusting? Huh? Would that have been dirty, Elizabeth? Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah, right. Because we know what's inside of that colon. Oh, jeez. Show a little bit of taste, will you, you disgusting old, dirty old man, potty-mouthed bastard, you? I got news for you. One of the proudest... The, the only other thing that I ever talked about on the air that, that was even in a, in a league with that was... I pooped my pants. That's right. When I came in and I admitted that and I told my story on the air, when I just showed my ass to the world, even I, could, of course, cleaned it off at that point. But nevertheless... And then I found out that everybody in the world out there just about has uh, had the same thing, sooner or later. What's wrong with being with talking about real life? Do we have to sit here and talk about Diana? Do we have to talk about a bunch of horse crap to, to please you, Elizabeth? No wonder your husband's out there getting some on the side right now. That's right. No wonder he's out there screwing around. Because these uptight goddamn women who are so sensitive about their... Rectum. And she's not even sensitive about her. Rectum. She's sensitive about my Rectum. goddamn uh, ass, which I take great exception to, Okay. There's nothing, there's nothing at all disgusting about my ass any more than the uh, ordinary. In fact, uh, compare my ass to Fat Joe's ass, you'd find my ass pretty goddamn appetizing. Okay, sweetheart? How do you like that? How, how about comparing my rectum with Al Goldstein's ass, huh? You would say, hey, your ass is pretty damn wonderful, Neil. You got the most appetizing ass in the history of the human race compared to that, uh, Jesus. Now, that, now, I would, now, I would agree that's gross. That is gross. That's crossing way over the line. Oh. Or like comparing it with Ron Jeremy's. Rectum. Oh, man. More hair per square inch than your goddamn armpit in Italy. 1027 at 560 W. So we'll get back to you, Elizabeth, at 560 WQM. All the other two. All right. No, not bruised. Rectum. Ego, that was. Come on, Elizabeth, lighten up a little bit, will you, you stupid bitch? What is wrong with this woman, huh? Her husband at least has got good taste. With her being the one exception, I guess, everybody makes a mistake entitled at least one. 
but uh, I have just crossed over the line, and I just don't know the difference between dirty funny and dirty gross. There's absolutely nothing gross about things that happen to you, Red. Like, this is real life, okay, sweetheart? You know, taking a dump isn't exactly very entertaining or sanitary either, but it's part of real life, okay? People get diarrhea. People get constipated. That's the way God works, okay? You're God. If it were up to... Oh, God! I would never let those things happen. If I would have invented all of this crap, I never would have allowed the diarrhea. In fact, like I've said before, there'd be like a little button you push on your side, and there'd be like very, uh, you know, antiseptic. All the all the waste matter would just like kind of vanish. Uh, that would be it. Instead of these grotesque, disgusting things that we have to do to eliminate. That's your God invented that. Don't blame me for it, Elizabeth. Blame God for inventing all this swill. For screaming, bloody, oozing stools like Roy Foster is still battling with over there. Roy! Crafter is a bad experience with the Atkins diet. And by the way, speaking of the Atkins diet, Fat Joe drank a lot of beer, and I went to the Emerald Coast yesterday, okay? And we didn't gain any weight back, but we're still right there hanging in. Uh, we're Okay, we're slow. We're slow, but we're not gaining back. That's something. Huh? I went to the Emerald Coast yesterday. It was so good. It's always great. But what was really good was the dessert bar. Well, I figure as long as I'm going to go there, I might as well have uh, three uh, trips to the dessert bar because I ate very, very little. I figure eat very little and go get desserts. You're flinging a little bit. Why not have a fling? Probably not really too good for my bruised rectum. But nevertheless, they have these little, they're like little puff balls covered with chocolate. I don't know what you would call them. <clears throat> they're like little pieces of chocolate. Uh, they're almost like um, eclairs, you know, like cream puffs, but they're not. And just drizzled with loads of chocolate on the outside. They had chocolate-covered strawberries and chocolate-covered bananas. Oh, and then they have these little tiny chocolate cups that are filled with like a strawberry cream. And the chalk and the cup is like an edible. Cho- it's made out of chocolate. Oh my God! Thank you so much, my friends at the Emerald Coast, for a great meal and keeping me nice and fat. How do you like that, Elizabeth? I'm not going to sit here and lie and make up a bunch of stories that I'm holier than thou and better than everybody else and lost 600 pounds over the weekend. The American public is so goddamn uptight with everything, whether it has to do with sex or with their body or with uh, elimination, or no matter what it is. Oh, it's gross. Everything is dirty. They so dirty, baby. Dirty words. Oh, yeah. You can't say that. Unless, of course, you're a jock. We saw Mark McGuire get caught out on strikes and go into that big argument, and you can hear the words clear as a bell in the background there. The F word, the S word, every word in the sum. But if you're a jock, then it's okay. Right, Mad Dog? Yeah. Here's a uh, mobile in Pompano. Hello. Hey, did you watch the Backstreet Boys yesterday on CBS? No, I did not. I didn't know they were on. They are so ugly, though. How can you really... Yeah, well, it's okay. I don't really care whether they're ugly or not. I like their music. How do you like that, Woody? I like their music. Get it? They are ugly. And haven't I told you that for a long time? George, don't believe me that I like their music, but I do. Two open lines in day two in Broward. It's going to be a rough day, baby. Kids back to school. I told you this is going to be the worst day of the year, but nevertheless, we'll get through it. And oh. it's the end of the summer. Maybe not on the calendar, but as far as uh, for, our, for our purposes, we made it. We made it through. Fine. I want to hear from some women today who are turned off or disgusted or not about hearing about my bruised rectum and about pooping my pants and other things that have to do with real life experiences, okay? They're embarrassing, but nevertheless, what the hell's wrong? Do we have to, does everything we have to put on an act, some kind of phony veneer to appeal to women out there? Is that what Elizabeth is telling me? That we have to have a separate set of standards because women don't fart and they don't pick their nose and they certainly don't have any rectal problems? Jesus, Elizabeth, lighten up a little bit. I'm so disgusting, I just don't know where... That's why we have all these people listening, I guess, because I'm disgusting. Is that what the reason is? Uh Yeah. You're the one that's disgusting, Elizabeth. You ruined my whole goddamn week. No, actually, you made my week. Dow's down 74. And Bill Gates, what are they showing Bill Gates on there? We don't want to see his ugly puss. 
What's he worth? $75 billion this week, and we got to see him when everybody else is worried about what they're going to have $10 left at the end of the week? we got to see this big damn Bill Gates. Here's West Palm Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. Hey, listen. You want to be a millionaire? You start your own info commercial. Yeah. They got that juice man on there, that 100-year-old crook. The juicy man, yeah. With that Actually, old... that guy's only 45, you know, the one that looks like 110. I think he's really only that... 40. Too much, uh, too much banana juice. And then you have that lady in all them commercials. Yeah, they the got that cross-eyed, yeah. They got that uh, McCorkle guy that's going to court, finally. I'll tell you one thing now. Sunday, until about till any kind of ball games come on, that's all that's on. Every channel every, on TV every, is infomercials and cartoons. All morning on Sunday, all early afternoon, just one afternoon. They got 50,000 diets. Now they got the Hawaiian diet. The Robert the, and, they, they, and everything that's ever been invented is they peddle there on Sunday on television. A and bunch of crap. Nobody stuff back. Right. That's they right. That, they got that McCorkle guy up in charges. Oh. Who? McCorkle. He's finally going to court now. You know, the guy that was a busboy and a stripper, and then he was a millionaire. You know, he staged all that stuff. Had the Ed McMahon come on there and all them other guys come on there. You know, real estate, you buy this kit and you'd be a millionaire. Right. He's finally big. Seized all Good. It's about time for crying out loud. Let's put all these fakers in the slammer. They got him. He, he hired F. Lee Bailey, though, so he might get out. Yeah, either that or he'll get plain to drink. Okay, thanks for the good news. Okay, two open lines in Dade, one in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on our AT&T wireless line. The uh, Dow Jones Industrial Average is down 88, the Nasdaq's down 43. I'll keep you posted all day long because uh, you want to know. Anybody with a brain out there wants to know. And by the way, the GE that I sold at 90 last week that people say, boy, it sounds like he's panicking. It's down to 83 and something right now. Oh, thank God. That's right. Thank God you finally did something right, fatso. Because you are gross and disgusting and a dirty old man, and nobody in their right mind wants to hear about your bruise. Wreck and I'm going to say it again. I don't care what anybody says. I thought that was a courageous act, especially for some fag like me, to come on the air and uh, admit to it, okay? I mean, so you have a bruised rectum. Is that like the end of the world? No. Does that mean I did something bad and evil and awful? No. I'm going to croak from it? No. No, just uh, one of those things that goes with the territory. It's part of life. It's part of real life that you're too much of an emotional cripple there, Elizabeth, in Pembroke Pines, to deal with real life. You want fantasy. You probably watch Jerry Springer. Then you turn around and watch Oprah on there. And you even probably watch that goddamn Forgive and Forget. Because you can't deal with real life. You want you want honey-coated syrup on it. So you have to watch, uh, you know, professional wrestling on Jerry Springer. And then you have to turn around and watch those pastel backgrounds. That always is the giveaway on those shows. All those goddamn syndicated shows, the pastel backgrounds. Oh, and by the way, Magic says that, uh, yeah, he says it was the, the... I'll get to that in a minute. Do you see this thing about Magic? Making excuses now why the show bombed in about five minutes. Maybe it was lack of talent. Do you ever think about that, Magic? No. 21 I would admit to because Elizabeth in uh, Pembroke Pines, she not only doesn't <laughs> fart, she don't have no rectal problems, she doesn't have no uh, nothing. She's just very antiseptic and not an uptight bitch she wants us to know. Great letter, Elizabeth. Thank you so much. And I know you're listening right now. 10.45 at 5.60 WQM. We got the Humper from uh, Shula's. Hank will be there from 2 to 6 this afternoon. We got Donnie B. Talking baseball from 6 to 6.30. We got the Booster on the pregame show. And then, oh, oh man, we got the Cardinals at the PP Park and the Marlins. Does anybody care about the Marlins? No. Is there anybody going to be there cares uh, two craps about the Marlins? No. But they're all going to be there to see Big Mac try for number 56. It's unbelievable. Sammy hits 54 yesterday, and I, and I was lucky enough to see both of them, by the way. And I'm watching last night, and here's McGuire. And, of course, Dennis Martinez grooves him a lollipop. Nice pitch there, Dennis, you silly old fart. 
grooves him a lollipop, and as soon as I saw the location of the pitch, and as soon as I saw McGuire start to swing, I said to myself, that's going about five million uh, feet, and went like uh, a ton. Both gigantic, not, they're not just hitting home runs, but gigantic tape measure home runs. Enormous, uh, hysterical, greatest thing that's happened in sports in a long time. Whether Defoe likes it or not, sourpuss. So Magic Johnson on TV for a nanosecond as a talk show host, it says, blames the tanking of his dismal show on black A-list celebs who avoided a show like the plague. We all have to support each other, and we don't do that, says Magic. Black stars think that if they're not on Leno or Letterman, they're not making it, the ex-basketball said in an online interview posted Friday at the Electronic Urban Report website. That's right, it's a racial thing. That's right, it's a racial thing. The show didn't bomb because you don't belong on the air. I don't give a shit anymore. But because the, uh, uh, the top uh, black names in showbiz wouldn't appear on there. Their managers and agents keeping them off black shows. That's your major problem. He says, leave it to a Magic Johnson, a man with no uh, talent whatsoever, except he used to play basketball and went to Michigan State. But other than that, and this guy's blaming a turning into a racial thing. It, it's uh, unbelievable. I don't give a shit anymore. Every damn thing in the world is a racial thing. We have an open line of day two in Broward. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Getting a lot of women calling in there today. Not. Getting a lot of response about hearing about my bruised rectum, how disgusting and grotesque that was. I, let me say it again. I thought it was an act of tremendous personal courage on my part. Maybe like one step away from coming out of the closet. Speaking of coming out of the closet, by the way, where the hell is it? I got so much crap here today because I knew. I knew what it was going to be today. Worst day of my life. So Norma Kent writes a letter to the editor in the Sun Sentinel. Norma's very upset because of the coverage on the uh, big uh, parade they had in front of the uh, Corvid Presbyterian Church a week ago Saturday. And crappy coverage buried on page 3B, and more than 1,500 people were there, and your coverage was weak, unsubstantial, and lacking in depth or perception. And bada-beep, bada-boop, bada-bop. This was an unprecedented and extraordinarily uh, newsworthy event that you did not properly share with the public, says Norma Kent in Fort Lauderdale. And I guess to try to pacify him, on the op-ed page today in the Sun Sentinel, the whole goddamn page is filled with a bunch of a gay this, in fact that, and uh, those people, it's a choice, it's not a choice, and all this other... I mean, 4,000 letters to the editor and 50,000 uh, articles pro and con in... And you know something? I don't give a crap about any of it. Because this being America, I just uh, throw my hands up here and say, you know what, if it's a problem, then it's your problem, because it's not going to be my problem. If you're too immature to deal with it, the fact that there are people who are straight and people who are bi and people that are gay, like all over the world, then, hey, that's your problem, okay? Maybe you ought to move to some of those repressive countries like in the third world where they, like, uh, chop off people's heads for, like, do adultery and uh, homosexuality and any other goddamn thing. Or chop off their hands if they're caught masturbating, anything like that. There you go. Maybe some of you people belong, some of the people writing these articles and letters belong in those countries. I don't have time to waste. If you don't like it, too bad. Just like Elizabeth, you don't like my discussing my rectal uh, bruise? Then uh, go away and have a nice life. Go listen to Sandy Payton, okay? Talk about her days with Ann Bishop. Oh, my God. And it's getting a little warm in here again. What, are they just like pumping in the uh, poison gas again? The last couple of weeks, I've noticed that. Greg Reed comes down, makes a cameo appearance, runs out here like crazy, and then about two minutes later, the poison gas starts seeping in. Here's a lady in Miami Beach. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. Hi, um... My name is Jerry. I won your um, tickets, your club tickets to the Dolphins-Packer game. Mm -hmm. So I just want to thank you for your generosity. You enjoy um, it? Oh, very much so. In fact, um, my husband's a disabled man in a wheelchair, oh. so we couldn't sit in your seats, and they put us up in a suite. Hmm. And they treated us like royalty. Well, how about that? So that was great. We really enjoyed that. 
Um, I also enjoy hearing about your rectal problems. Well, why the hell not? So I, I think don't it's know. pretty entertaining hearing about people's uh, bruises, as long as it's not something serious and depressing. Well, I mean, it, it um, provides insight to all of us. Insight, we may have that's that, right. We may have that problem sometimes. That, that's exactly the point. Don't panic if you have a bruised rectum. That's a lesson that everybody can learn. And this Elizabeth bitch, she's all bent out of shape and taking it too seriously. Uh, by the way, I, I tuned in a little early this morning so I wouldn't miss your show. And mm -hmm. uh, that sports show really sucks. Oh. That Geldy, I mean, Geldy, really? I, I can't even concentrate while Joe and uh, Depot are saying, although in Depot's case, why bother? But but uh, Geldy is so annoying, and every every morning I pull up here outside, and I, I turn the radio, I'm going to turn it off, and as I take the CD out, of course, this radio comes back on, and I hear that Geldy voice, and I'm saying to myself, why am I, other than the money, why am I even going inside that building? Because how can they possibly put this butts on the air? How can he be on there? And how can anybody be listening to it? That's the amazing part. I think Joe and Defoe should get an award, some kind of extra special talk about a employee of the month. They should get employee of the century for having him on a show and still getting somebody listening. Well, they act like they're trying to be funny or something, mm -hmm. but it, it just don't cut it. Well, that's sports, you know, a lot of grab ass. Anyway, thanks for your generosity. Okay, have a great have day. Have a good week. Bye-bye. Okay, there's a lady who's not been out of shape about my bruised rectum, but, of course, she got some free tickets, so that might uh, taint her view a little bit. You think so? Of course. We have an open line at day two in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. So magic went off the air because of racism, because the uh, managers and the other hotshots wouldn't let the top black. He had every top name guest in the world on that show. And it's, uh, he still couldn't get an audience, and everybody knew from the day it started he was going to go off because he's a goddamn basketball player, not because of racism, okay, magic, you pathetic putz? Here's a lady mobile in Pompano. Hello. Neil? Yes, ma'am. Oh, I love to hear about your rectum. There you go. Rectum? <laughs> I mean, I'm a nurse, and I sell HIV medication, so mm -hmm. I'm kind of a different breed anyway, but I, I live to hear you talk about your rectum every day. Great. Well, I'm going to talk about it a lot more. That'll keep Elizabeth listening. I know that. She's she's hanging on it right now. Oh, that day you talked about your little accident in the car. I couldn't even get out of the car and work. I just sat here and laughed all yeah. day. Well, it happens so. to the worst of us. Uh, well, I think you're the best. You just keep talking about it, okay? Okay, sweetheart. Have a great Thank day. Thank you. Bye-bye. She wants to hear me talk about my... Rectum. How do you like that? There's a lady that's not uptight. That's got a sense of humor. This bitch that writes in the letter, well, uh, you know, I uh, didn't know the difference between dirty, funny, and dirty, gross. Then she watched on TV and got to see your facial expressions and got to understand that you're goofing. Oh, gee, it's just a radio show? Is that what you're trying... What a concept, Elizabeth. Just a goddamn radio show. There are people out there, see, there are those people who want to be offended. They want to take things seriously. They want to get all bent out of shape. They want to be incensed. If you want to be incensed, Elizabeth, just get in your car and drive ten blocks anywhere in this town. You'll be incensed in no time, probably within the first 30 seconds. You'll be incensed, pissed off, and fired up at these idiots out there. You'll be foaming at the mouth. But this is just a goddamn radio show, okay? We're here to entertain, educate a little bit, especially about bruised rectums, you know, which people don't know too much about. But this broad is taking it seriously. And then you combine that with Buddy Bud Paxson telling all these lies, a good born-again Christian like Buddy Bud Paxson, and it's enough to make you lose faith in the whole goddamn human race. And then you compound it with the fact that the Dow's not uh, down 98 and a third points, and the Nasdaq's down 52 points, which is a major calamitous number at this moment, in spite of the fact that all these experts this morning were hocking us at China, but I beat, but I boop, but giving us a big song to dance like a pep rally. Because if we would have known that, of course, you know, they don't have a crystal ball, but why do they have to feel like cheerleaders out there? Why can't they just be reporters? Why can't they just tell us what's going on instead of trying to a blue sky us? Because then I guess they figure if they would have told us what's really going on at 9.30 this morning, 
Everybody and their brother would have been on the phone with a broker selling madly and screaming, and now we'd be down 500 points instead of just a, a measly 98. We can go for about 250 today, I think. Here's a mobile in Pompano. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Okay. Uh, I've been home for 20 miles on that five, but it was worth it. Uh, and I'll tell you, I'm a first-time caller. I've been listening to you for a long time, and I really enjoy your show. All right. What I want to tell I'm a professional firefighter paramedic in Palm Beach County, and I have my own talk radio show, and I wanted to invite you to come on my show. No, thanks. Okay, we have two open lines in day... What? Who's that? He, he's got some show in Palm Beach County. He wants to invite me to come on his show like I need the audience from uh, whatever. It is. I have no idea and couldn't care less. Next, they'll be inviting me to go on WSRF to be on uh, Jack Mark's show on there. Two open lines in Dayton, two in Broward, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line, 1054 at 560 WQAM. Right there. It's all KJ's fault. It's all his fault. Five, six, seven. Are we going to have any more calls today? Is that it? No. Have we exhausted the market for today? Uh -huh. Okay, nice being with you. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty. Pound five, sixty on the mobile one line. That's the end of the show as we knew it right there. Because they're all on the phone with their stockbroker. AOL, somebody was telling me yesterday I should hop on that this morning. It's down seven again, taking a big dump. So all you experts out there, it's like looking really grim and slim. I don't want to be the voice of doom. I'm just passing this information along because I know a lot of you aren't near a TV set. A lot of you have got to go 10, 20, 30 bucks invested somewhere. You want to keep abreast of what's going on. So we're going to have no calls today. Is that the new deal? We're going to have to play music from now until 2 o'clock. Three solid hours of music today. Luis Miguel, the Backstreet Boys, Enrique Iglesias. Maybe a little uh, something. WQAM, hello. Oh, God. Yes? What's up, sir? Nothing at all, sir. This is, uh, like I said, when I said it was going to be the worst day of my life, little did I know. Uh, Monday's always like that. Not you like this. This is a special Monday. Neil, all that doom and gloom in Russia, guess what? The news is out on Mexico. All the billions of dollars we loaned them, them ass wipes, excuse my language, um, they're not going to pay because oh, they don't wow. have the money. Yeah. All those bonds they were going to raise to pay back the money to us, all those billions. Oh, by the way, billions? Russian Parliament rejects Chernomyrdin as a prime minister so the Russians can't get their act together. They said, then yet, to Chernomyrdin. And in Brazil, oh, Because he was already in there one time and screwed it all up, so they said, we don't think so. No, thank you. Uh, and Bubba's going over there just at the worst possible time. Lady in Miami. But it is. That's another excuse for these bastards. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Any takers today? No. Feel like a goddamn auctioneer here auctioning off phone lines. Here's a uh, mobile implantation. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, David. Uh, my soapbox uh, here in Broward County is the election for tomorrow. Uh huh. School board. Yeah. Well, we don't care. Okay. Okay, we have two open lines a day. No, seriously, I'd rather talk to myself all day than hear about the goddamn uh, local elections. Does anybody care about that? No. Oh, I know, it's very important. you got to go out and vote. Do you, anybody care? No. No, okay. That'll be, if we got anybody at all listening right now, believe me when I tell you, if we're going to start talking about that, David, with all due respect, there will be nobody listening by 1130, okay? Was that a baby that K.J. had there? Was that his baby? Yeah. With that big fat face? Oh, I'm sorry. Open line and day. Well, all babies are babies. You know, when people run around showing their baby pictures, oh, isn't it cute? Uh, it looks like a baby to me. Oh, you're such a bastard. It looks like a baby, okay? Babies are, quite frankly, almost all of them ugly. Thank you. If, if everybody that uh, looked uh, as an adult like they do like a baby, man, oh, man, would this be an ugly word. We all look like me and Fat Joe.
Oh. What a thought that is. Here's a Deerfield Beach. Hello. Hey, Neil. How you doing? Okay, sir. Um, that whole story with uh, Magic? Yeah. Oh, what a, what a farce. I mean, what, what do you want, Whoopi Goldberg to come on there and uh, give him some he, high ratings? Listen, he had every top-name entertainer in the in showbiz, every athlete, everybody who's ever been born on there. They were promoting the hell out of all the big-name guests on there. It had nothing to do with the he guests. The horrible. fact is, this guy's a goddamn dumb ex-job. I'm having a good time. I'm having a... Well, we don't care if you're having a good time because the audience is blowing their brains out. That's exactly right. He was horrible. The guy didn't know how to speak. Right. He, he, I mean, what did he... Well, well, I, I think know. you're nitpicking now. Well, you know, stick to dribbling the basketball. Right. Or maybe yeah. even dribbling down his chin, but not doing a goddamn TV talk show. That's right. And in closing, there's no fact that Channel 7 News. Okay. <laughs> oh, oh, baby. They are out of control. They're insane at Channel 7. In fact, Channel 7 News is an oxymoron. We have an open line in Dade, 5670560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Well, that letter from Elizabeth, I thought that would elicit lots of response. Not with this crowd. Does anything elicit lots of response? No. Except freebies, which, guess what? I'm not giving them. And you know all my dolphin tickets and those parking passes for the entire season? I already gave them to somebody, so you're not getting them. All gone. Sorry. Ha, ha, ha. They're all gone. That's right. Gave them to a friend of mine who's going to give them to some of his clients and to put them to good use instead of turning the show into freeloading uh, four hours every day. It's terminal. It's boring, and it's a uh, killer. And that one lady you called before, uh, at least she was nice enough to call and thank me, which very rarely happens, by the way. They're very quick to take, and George gets that stuff out in a heartbeat, or else they come up here and they pick it up within five seconds, and after that we never hear from him again, except the guy that time on IOD that we gave the trip to Vegas to, and then he called the Hank on this. Well, Hank was on this station at the time. We were on IOD. Calls Hank on this station to thank him for, uh, to tell him what a great time he had. Never forget that as long as I live. And he has called us since then to try to uh, back out of that. Sir, you have destroyed years of my life. Russell. Was that his name? Oh, yeah, and by the way, the Russell's not doing too good today either. Where are we going to uh, Parkland? Hello. Hey, I got a word for Elizabeth. Yeah. If she don't work... Okay, beauty. That's exactly what he said, too, by the way. Buddy Bud Paxton, he said, go yourself. Yeah, he was talking about those goddamn Italians and all this other... And bada beep, bada boop, bada bop. Uh, I'm telling you, this man is such a phony, and these people in the media, they keep writing these big, gigantic, glowing articles, and he's done this, and he's... He's a schlockmeister, and he made a lot of money doing it, which I'll give him credit for that, but he's uh, the cap... The, the, the expert of schlock. Keep off my grass. Yeah. Keep off my ass. It's a, it's a cap repellent, and uh -huh. you were promoting this product. And yeah. You said you used it, and it works. Okay, thank you. Okay, we have two open lines in Dave, 5670560, pound 560 on the 18th. Here's Boca. Hello. Hello. And out of 10 of them, I wouldn't, I wouldn't wish, my dog wouldn't want to listen to him. All right. My socks are fading, even though I've done some heavy trading. To hit the pavement, I'm anticipating. Come and jump with me. Just a little correction, everybody calm down. 114 at 560 WKM. Everybody stay calm, just like me, okay? The sky is falling. 
Here's a lady in North Miami Beach. Hello. Uncle Neil. Yes, ma'am. Hi, how are you? I'm okay. I felt compelled to call you today because you keep screaming my name. Elizabeth. Yeah, but you're not the Elizabeth. No. Thank God. I'm completely opposite. <laughs> I want to hear all your rectal problems. Yeah. What, what's wrong with having a bruised rectum? I mean, is that a big deal? Is it maybe a little bit embarrassing, but, uh, you know. I know. Why is, she so, it... why is she so grossed out by that? Maybe it hits home for her. It hits something. <laughs> rectum. But as a woman who pushed out like a baby... a real hard-ass to me. Yeah. I think women can really relate. Yeah. From pushing out a kid, I mean, you're never the same again. Right, and, and generally women have bad hemorrhoids, like right after they give birth. Oh, my God, they don't right. go away. That's There you go. So, whenever you talk about it, you know, it makes me feel better. I'm not the only one. She's probably a bulldog. Yeah, probably. Her husband's name is probably Sally. Okay, but... <laughs> or Janet. Yeah... Maybe. Hey, Sally. Can't do it. But anyway. But anyway, I just, I listen to you every day, and I always want to call, but I really have nothing to say other than that, I know, you keep talking to me all day long today. Okay, Elizabeth. Okay. Have can a I, great day. Can I say one more thing? Yes. My um, sister Jennifer is a media-buying douchebag. Okay. Thank you. See ya. Bye. Bye-bye. Come by us, Jennifer, okay? We can use all the cash we can get. In fact, I saw Luann this morning on the way up the elevator. Remember Luann, our sales manager, that you're having a meeting with her in the, what's his name, at 3 tomorrow, which I won't mention his name on here anymore, Scan? And she said, man, business is through the roof, and thanks for the great ratings, and bada beep, bada I'll tell you one thing. She's at least, she's one of those people, I can't say too much for her, but I'll say this. At least she's one of those people who acts grateful that I came over here, and I got them these great ratings, and they were able to sell it, and they got money coming in deep inside their, Rectum. you know, even though they don't want to spend it. Thanks a lot, Luann. Thank God for you, at least, okay? And then Greg came down the other day, said he had a couple of good shows last week and gave me that kind of look like it's about time, whatever the hell that meant, and uh, comes down. I, I don't know I don't know how he can look you in the face. That's, uh, he must know what a pussy you really are. He must know that. I thought everybody did. Because his general tactic is avoidance. That's his whole, uh, you know, approach to life, avoiding on the phone, avoiding like in person. He always goes into hiding all the time. But in your case, he goes right in there, looks at you in the puss, and comes in and jokes around and uh, knows that you won't ask, where's my goddamn bonus money? Just wait for Labor Day. I mean, it's only the, it's only the uh, 31st of August. Oh, yeah, I'm sure next I'm sure next uh, Monday when you're here, uh, you're going to be really ripping the hell out of Greg Reed. I want a lot of spy reports about that, boys and girls, to hear how George really butched up on the ear. Here's a payphone in Plantation. Hello? Hello. Yes, sir. I uh, pulled over. I'm a pervert on a payphone. Perfect I got a payphone, P.O.P. <laughs> I got a question. I wasn't sure if you've been getting your mail yet or not, but I it's got a story for It's still trickling, sir. It's still trickling very slow. Very trickle. Very well, I moved, slow. I moved from Pember Pines to the same uh, zip code as you did, so we're dealing with the same mail uh, asshole. Uh, is, is my former uh, zip code? Yes, your former zip code okay. from your private box or whatever. Uh-huh. Anyway, uh, it took me 30 days. Okay, before I almost went in and killed somebody. Went in there, I would call every day, where's my mail, where's my mail, where's my mail? Uh, I had to go back to my old place where I was living to get my mail from the people that were living in my house. They were still delivering it there? They were still delivering it there. So I call every oh, day. <laughs> call every day, over and over again. Finally, I, no one can find the mail. It's not at the old place, not at the new place. This goes on for another 20 days. Finally, I yell at, finally get some supervisor, and I'm like, where's my mail? She goes, well, we can't find it. And I normally get, like, 20 pieces of mail a day. I own my own business, so I get, like, 20 right. pieces of yeah, mail. Yeah, me too. I get a ton of mail every day. Right. 
So all of a sudden, I bitch at her. I ask this, this, this. You guys suck. I need my mail. I need my mail. I'm receiving like a $5,000 return check that was coming back to me. So I want my money. So all of a sudden, the next day, this I call her up on a Friday, yell at her. Saturday morning, I get a knock on the door. It's FedEx with a big box with all my mail. They, they couldn't find it, and then they didn't have anybody to deliver it, so they had FedEx bring me all my mail in a big box. Well, if they, if they couldn't find it, how the hell did uh, FedEx get it? The lady must have went and looked for it and found it. Instead of having one of her people come over, they had FedEx bring it over. Well, at least that's great. At least that way uh, you wound up getting it. Yeah, it was great. Only about 30, 30 days late. <laughs> Today is the 31st of August, in case you haven't checked. I sent in my thing on the 7th of August, my change of address. I handed it right to the postman. Oh, yeah. 24 days ago, that's three and a half weeks, I still say about 40% of my mail, uh, nowhere to be found, at least 40%. Nowhere uh, to be found yet. Well, listen, I'd really like to suck up, and I promise it'll get mailed to my house, because I am getting my mail now. Well, this should put you in a better mood. My girl sucks. All right. Hang on. <laughs> that seems to change his disposition just a little bit. We've got a couple of them left there, and that's it. And then after that, it'll be uh, the end of the show. Boy, you're sure milked it. Thanks very much to the anonymous person who sent us all those videos, by the way. They must have had a psychic premonition that it was going to be a really... Well, I kept telling you, man. I kept telling you I was dreading this day. This was D-Day. This was the turning point in all of our lives. Does anybody believe that? No. Of course not. Sounds good. Dow is down 128 and a half. The NASDAQ is down 80 points. All those people out there with their Compaq and with their Dell, with their uh, AOL, with their uh, Microsoft, with their MicroHard. Oh, baby. I sure hope you bought into that stuff when it was real, real, real cheap. Because if you got in on a high end when all this stuff was way the hell up there, you are really... I don't want to get you depressed. Yeah, buy AOL, my big, fat, pimply ass, okay? I'd sit back and I'd wait for a few weeks. I'd wait for a couple of months. I'd wait for all the fur to fly. I'd wait for after the, uh, after the mushroom clouds start uh, clearing up a little bit. And then I'd say, okay, now we'll see what's going on. Turn on CNBC, see if any of those people are still alive. Here's Miami Lakes. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Okay. Long-time Dominican listener. From La Republica Dominicana, home of Sammy Sosa. Si, senor. Oh! All right. And Alex Rodriguez. No, he's not uh, from there. He's from well, here, but he's, but he's originally and, from there. Yeah, half and half. Half and half. Listen, uh, enjoy your show at night. The only suggestion I have is why don't they extend it more than a half an hour? Hey, they didn't the... have it more than a half hour on Sunday, and now they chopped us out for that redneck Bobby Bowden last night. Boy, did that frost my fat ass. That's Bobby sucked. Bowden, one of the most obnoxious, one of the most predictable, one of the most disgusting, egotistical little, uh, Jesus, rednecks. Because um, you can always move into the ex-magic hour, which really sucked. I never saw it. Yeah, why don't, why don't they start they... doing something that makes sense? Why don't they stop repeating that stupid 9 o'clock uh, thing with the news, put it on at 7 o'clock, and they do a fine job, leave it on there at 7, or put them on live for a whole hour from 7 to 8, and then move the other stuff up a while and give us a full hour uninterrupted and see what the hell happens. And that Ben Bet that's from 9 to 12 in Passales Mall, why don't they have you guys in the mall advertising your own show or something? Yeah, God that forbid. Would, that would be interesting. Anyways, on a parting shot... I guess I'm not macho enough to do that. Yes, sir. Uh, Sammy Sosa has a nice, nice buns. Okay, good luck to you. See you. Okay. Sammy Sosa's got nice buns? Oh, my God. We haven't, don't let them fight out back in his homeland. It'll be the end of him. Two open lines in Dade, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Here's uh, Pembroke Pines. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. Is this you? Yes. Hi, how you doing? Hey, you know what I haven't heard in a long time? 
Yeah. That Larry King with that ball spot thing. Yeah, good. Okay. We have an open line in date one in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Another guy with lots of good material for you there. There you go. This show today is like a mirror image of this town on this particular day. Thank God we're turning the page on the calendar none too soon. Here's a mobile in Hollywood. Hello. How you doing, Neil? Okay, sir. Um, hell weekend. Um, again. Um, went up with my girlfriend. I think everybody in this town had a hell weekend. Yeah, tell me about it. We went up for um, a wedding in New York. Had to stay in a Holiday Inn in Long Island. Forget that the hotel had no uh, water in the pool. Forget that there was no hot tub when they said there was. Forget that you couldn't have dinner or order room service or go get a drink because they had the nightclub and restaurant booked out to some reception for a, a christening. Yeah. And all these people are able to in the morning. But um, her parents were there as well from Indiana. So we're in one room. They're in the other. We're dead tired. About to get the plane the next day. And what comes out of the next door room is one of the pornos coming off of the pay channel. It, it, I, nothing more can turn your stomach than thinking of two 70-year-old people going at it in the next room. Oh, and, God. Oh. And, <laughs> I wonder if they were doing a doogie so, style. So, and this is about 1.30 in the morning. So yeah. we got up, got in the car, and drove down to IHOP and stayed there for about two hours, hoping that the movie you know, would be over. That's probably the stuff. only place, the only thing that could happen in the world that would make me go to IHOP. I mean, that was disgusting. And yeah. so we just sat there and... and you know of, it's something really gross and disgusting if it makes you want to go to IHOP. <laughs> And that, not that IHOP was anything over. It was, it was mm. just, I mean, that was uh, a welcome sight after that. But, um, so, you know, and then, of course, the next day, the only thing that they wanted to do was go to Statue of Liberty. And I'm like, listen, we've got to be at the airport at 2 o'clock. You go from Long Island. Okay, well, listen, I'm glad you had a good time. Okay, we have an open line in Dade 1 in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. I knew there was an end of the story, but I guess it didn't come soon enough. Here's a lady in Kendall. Hello. Okay, thank you. It's Ken Block and his wife, or whatever the hell she is. Oh, that's his boyfriend? What? <laughs> yeah. Oh, he doesn't have a wife, you know. 567 0560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Maybe if he ever took a bath and if he uh, straightened himself up a little bit, he might get uh, something. Brushed his teeth. Oh, geez. Here's a mo Even the guy with the eyes said he wouldn't do him. Here's a mobile in North Miami Beach. Hello. Hello? Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. Okay, thank you. We have an open line in Broward. They're one of your people. 5670560. A lot of potty mouth, potty mouth spicks out there today. Get some Clorox and wash your puss out, too, okay? When you're finished doing that, wash out your mouth. Here's a uh, mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, I thought I heard that over the radio, and all of a sudden it dawned on me. I'm it's on the phone. See, that's a little bonus for you there, sir. Right. Uh, Hearing a little you... Cuban swear or, uh, right over the phone. Right. Uh, you're talking about buttholes. And this is an honest-to-God story. Uh, Hurricane Andrew act mm. literally saved my ass. Mm -hmm. And I had I put up a day in after the hurricane because our house was destroyed. Yeah. And I use that now, and I have no problems with it. Great, thank you. Okay, there you go. You're right about that bidet, George. Thank you very much, sir. A bidet a day keeps the uh, proctologist away. We have an open line at the QAM. You only have one wee-wee, son. Oh, Mommy, am I deformed? No, no, you're, you're only supposed to have one. Is Daddy deformed? No. He has two wee-wees. No, son, he, he only has one, believe me. Mommy knows. Nuh-uh, he has two. Two? Yeah, a little one he pees with and a great big 
big one he brushes the babysitter's teeth with. Okay, 130 and 560 WQM. Happy Monday to you. And it's almost over. Oh, thank God. Thank God this day is almost over. All I can say is... Oh! Wow. Seems like I sat down here only, what, 40, 50 hours ago? We have two open lines in date, of course. 5670560. Pound 560 on a mobile one line. So we only have two of these adult videos that mysteriously came in that unmarked box. Anybody out there got an unmarked box? One is called uh, Lesbian Tongue Lashing. How come, uh, I thought that was the big thing with all you straight asshole, I mean, all you uh, heterosexual guys. And the other one, of course, is something that you uh, very big at the butcher shop, beat your meat in my face. What? What's wrong with that? I can't make those Palomia steaks. Five, six, seven, that's right. You got to pound it like real uh, thin. Hey, you can't have your pudding if you don't. Five, six, seven, oh, five, sixty, pound five, sixty on the mobile one line. Here's uh, Hollywood. Hello. Hollywood. Hello. Yes, sir. Neil, this is uh, Mario. Oh, you're in Hollywood. Yes, Mario. What do you think about the uh, Jewish Julio that's uh, running for uh, sheriff in Broward County? I have. I don't uh, pay any attention. I don't know who that is. I couldn't care less. Oh, okay. Sorry. Okay, two open lines in Dade, one in Broward. I guess nobody wants these two. Let's put them away, save them for uh, somebody. Save them for the butcher. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the mobile one line. Mark McGuire's got fifty five. Sammy Sosa's got fifty four. Anybody in this audience care? No. no, of course not. Hockey season any day now. Anybody care? No. no. We got the market going to hell in a handbasket. Anybody care? No. Russia's on the verge of like total collapse. Anybody concerned about that? No. Bubba's on his way to uh, Siberia. No. Okay. Just checking. Just want to find out what it is that South Florida's all worked up about. Here's uh, Cooper City. Hello. Hey Neil. Yes sir. Uh, Long-time listener. You mentioned before, Geldy. Yeah. I had to call when I heard that because I feel the same way. What about that guy, Joe? He makes me nauseous every time I hear him on the on the radio. Uh-huh. Okay, then don't listen. That's my best suggestion for you, sir. Two open lines in Dade, one in Broward. 567-0560, pound 560 on the mobile one line. Here's uh, Hollywood on a... D okay, thank you. Excellent. How long do you wait for that? Dade County's open, 567-0560. Pound 560 on the AT&T wireless line. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Neil, my day has gone just like the market has today. Yeah. Woke up, great mood. I'm on vacation. My hemorrhoid has subsided. The market was crashing, but I've got no money in the market. I go out to have a drink. Guess who I see at the bar? Rick Sanchez. My postman. Yeah. He looks real uneasy. He's going like, oh, what, a short day today? Yeah, I didn't have much mail today. Yeah. He gets up and he leaves. Uh-huh. Well, I get a little suspicious. I get in my car. I just, he goes to my house to deliver my mail. He wasn't done. He was partying in the middle of the day. Okay, thank you. Okay, we have two open lines in Dade, one in Broward, 5670560, pound 560 on a mobile one line. Here's uh, th th I'm going to tell you, this to me today has been very revealing, okay? Because this business about Mondays always being excused. The fact is that these people have got no material. This town isn't just dying. This town is completely dead. It's DOA. Get the goddamn certificate. The death certificate. Get out and I'll be signing it, okay? Dr. Neal and Dr. Kevorkian will both sign it. You couldn't find a goddamn pulse in this town if your life depended on it. Man, oh man, a Chevitz. These are the most pathetic group of losers I have ever heard in my life. Have you ever heard anything like this? No. Never. In 40,000 years of doing this, I have never... Market's down 135, by the way, on the Dow. 82 points on the NASDAQ. 
I just keep mentioning this because the real people out there got a few bucks invested somewhere, worked for a hundred years to try to make a buck or two, plan on retiring sometime in the near future. And now those of us who've been thinking about those things have got like an Uzi right next to our goddamn temple right now. Anybody got an Uzi in their temple? And the Orthodox, by the way, say don't call it a temple. Here's a Pompano. Hello. Oh. Yes, sir. Neil, how you doing? Okay. Hey, it's almost over, buddy. Thank God. It's almost over. Have you over. ever heard such a bunch of pathetic people? They can't even make up good stories today. They're, even their stories are boring. Well, that last guy almost got through with a couple who would have gotten you. The guy before me? Well, a couple, couple of what? Uh, a couple of good remarks that almost got by. I never knew you could hear the other guy. Uh... On the phone, yeah, you can hear that. Okay. Let's go to a mobile in Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Good afternoon, sir. Okay, it's one thirty-four, and I'm still waiting for the first call of the day. Yes, sir. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna get right to the point. I'm gonna beat around the bush. Can I fuck up for one of those dirty movies? No. See, dirty movies. No, but we will give you Elizabeth's home number in Pembroke Pines and her address in shoe size. Dirty movies, okay? See, this is America for you. If there's sex in it, it must be dirty. Everything connected with sex is dirty. Everything connected with the body is dirty. If some of you people would bathe like on a monthly basis, maybe you wouldn't feel so dirty about the human body. I mean, good God almighty. What are we talking about over here? Dirty movies. Sir, you sound like about a... In fact, he probably watches Whammy because he sounds like he about a four-year-old mentality. Probably watches those cartoons all day long. That's a way to get it. You want to guarantee on TV, put out a bunch of cartoons and old uh, reruns. You know, Beverly Hillbillies, all that crap that Paxson's put on. Dr. Quinn, Father Dowling Mysteries, uh, all that crap. Guaranteed. Every trailer park in America will have that crap on, and every little punky kid will have the TV set locked up every hour that those cartoons are on. Put on Spider-Man on a station that even not even on the air yet, they still got a four-share. There's not even a signal coming over the TV set yet, but if you tell the kids Spider-Man's on here on channel 110, there he's watching it. Tell those little girls on there that uh, some punky little rock group will be on there. Somebody like Menudo. What, what's that new one? Is that Menudo Jr. or something? Yeah, the Backstreet Boys. No, not the Backstreet. See, there you go again. By the way, you'll enjoy the best of Neil next Monday from uh, 10 to 2. The Backstreet Boys and Menudo. Man, you are just relentless and unyielding, and your taste is in your tush. I think Elizabeth might have been, uh, maybe she misaddressed a letter. Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Bill, I, I, I listen to you, and I, I really enjoy your, your humor. But, but what I find more interesting is the, the simple fact that you really, really do talk about the things that do matter in our world today. And no one really seems to care about them, whether it be the market or what's going on in Russia. And I, and I find it very refreshing, actually. You find refreshing what? That nobody cares about? No. That, AOL that, was no. down almost nine points. AOL's down to like just over 87 America Online that people were trying to tell me I should buy yesterday at 96 in a fraction. No, you have to wait. And what else? You know what else? Have to wait for what? You have to wait for the for, crash? You have to wait for your, your dad to show you how the rushes are to you, too. That was quite funny, actually. No, okay, thank you. Okay, and we have an open line at day five. Six. Who are these people? Who are these people? They sound like voices coming out of a very boring computer, but they all sound the same. They sound like the same people with absolutely no personality. None. Zero. Zippity-doo-dah. Bland. 23 till 2 at 560 WQM. I'm going to tell you something. I'm heading for fish food today. What? What are you shaking your head about? I am going to be doing fish food. Not just a pint. I'm not just a half gallon. I'm going to my Publix, and if they got a 100 of them, I'm buying whatever they got. Every single one of them. 
I'm locking myself in my computer room. I'm turning on the goddamn Internet. That's right. I'm going to the uh, to the uh, stock market thing. And then instead of putting a gun to my head, I'm just going to eat fish food. Mmm. Huh? What a way to go. You really believe I'm going to eat fish food today? Are you crazy? Why not? I shouldn't have had that goddamn lunch. I told you. What did I say to him? You're a witness. I said, don't ever even ask me again. Don't ever ask me again. And when the stuff came in, I said, well, what is it? Assuming that maybe it was like, I thought it was pizza, so I thought I'd have like the topping from one or two slices. Oh, well, I got you this just in case. And, of course, I ate the whole goddamn thing. Don't ever ask me again, asshole. Okay. This is a goddamn radio station, not a frickin' restaurant. If, 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 you, I, if I wouldn't have eaten a meal in the last year, since we've been here, last eight months on this radio station, if I wouldn't have eaten any of the food that I eat here during the show every day, how much, how much less weight do you think I'd have, huh? How much? Blow me for pounds. None. You're full of crap. You eat ice cream on the way home. No, I don't. You stop at the station. And no, I do not. Right. But what difference does it make what I eat on the way home? If I didn't eat what I'm eating here, what difference would that make? Subtract everything that I'm eating here. I, I probably weigh about 130 pounds, and I'd have to eat ice cream on the way home just to get back up to my normal weight. I said to this man, do not even ask me. Are you eating today? That's the first thing he says every goddamn morning. Are you eating today? It was their idea. Not that I want to blame I, I, They can eat all they Brad. want. I don't begrudge them. They're in here for a million hours. I don't begrudge anybody well, else. Them. But whose idea? Brad, so don't you want something for Neil just in case? And I'm like, just in case. Something nice and Atkins. That asshole Brad over at Tony's? I'll tell you one thing. That food <laughs> starting to back at you a little bit. Now, that's just a joke, Brad. You're okay. Just don't do it again, asshole. 21 before 2. See, they can't stop. They can't stop. Leave me alone with your food already. I got to put up with the stress from an audience, man. This is, the, this is an unbelievable bunch of dunderheads today. If I've talked to three people today who had a personality more than one on a, a scale of uh, five, it was a major miracle. What's going on out there in the hallway? Are they playing grab-ass with Lee Cutler again? Jesus, can't you guys see anything? Even Andrea Bocelli wouldn't touch him. 21 till 2 at 560. QAM. Baby, you melt my jockey shorts. Comrades. Has your warhead been lying dormant? Is the only thing rising in your life the price of meat? Then you need to come to Gorby's House of Penis Stroker, Moscow's first decadent house of pleasure. You say to me, Mikel, when you were leader of the country, I could not get bread. Well, here at Gorby's House of Penis Stroker, I've got things that will really make your dough rise. Come in this week. Good deals on Benoit Volsky, Dilbolsky, Jetski, and much, much more ski. Or check out our Dostoevsky Crime and Punishment Room. You won't be sorry. Or maybe you will. Or rent a blue ski movie like Last Tangle in Estonia. And look for our sister shop opening soon in China. Chairman Wang's House of Wu. Remember, comrades, Gorby's House of Penis Stroke. Come soon and come often. 143 at 560 WQAM. Here's a mobile in Delray Beach. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Shut up and give me the movie. Yeah. Likely story. Okay, good call, sir. We have an open line in day one in Broward. 567-0560. Pound 560 on a mobile one line. Here's Hollywood. Hello. 
Deal. Yes, sir. Hey, I, I normally wouldn't call you for this, but I, I have a feeling that you you have your head into the McGuire and Sosa thing a little bit. Am I right? What do you mean by that? Well, I have my head in what? Well, it sounds like you have a little care about. I know you like hockey, but normally you don't talk too much about baseball. I watch plenty of baseball. It's just that I'm not a big baseball fan anymore. But this transcends being a fan. It's a, a special thing. Well, you know, there's something that I haven't heard a lot of talk about. I know that if McGuire might hit one tonight, or if Sosa could hit two. Yeah. Either one of them will break the all-time National League record today. And the funny thing is, you know, they always say that Maris has an asterisk by his name, but McGuire has got 18 games to hit six to break the... Wait, wait, wait a minute. What's the National League record? I thought Hack Wilson had the 56, yeah. 56, yeah. And? And, uh, well, the, the main thing, I always consider Babe Ruth, you know, 154 games, 60 was... Insurmountable, but I swear both these guys have a good shot to break it in 54. And what about Roger Maris? Do we leave him out? Okay, thank you, sir. I guess Roger Maris don't count. Oh, I see what he's saying, and to do it in 154 games. I, I don't care about the number of games. It doesn't mean anything because, uh, you know, you're comparing two different eras anyway. you got all this expansion out, all these horse crap pitchers. Look at the Marlin pitching staff, please, if you have a strong stomach. People do not want to understand that. They keep talking about, well, it's the Andros, oh, the Andro he's taken, it's the uh, this. It's a bunch of bull crap. It's a lot of minor league pitchers out there. That's a big part. That's why all the, everybody and their brothers got 30 home runs this year. But that's okay. Don't try to diminish it by saying that. It's a great thing. Let's squeeze onto it, especially now that the world is going into a big, massive depression. Let's at least have something we can be uh, positive and excited about, even if it's just a goddamn baseball thing. Here's a mobile in Hollywood. Hello. Hey, Neil, how are you doing? Okay, sir. My condolences to you today. Oh, please. <laughs> this is the all-time, this is going in the annals of shame. Listen, oh, I shouldn't have said annals, Elizabeth, would get upset again. Listen, you were talking earlier about the pregnant virgin. Yeah. Uh, did anybody call you on that? No, nobody, has, nobody has called me about anything that I've talked about here today, sir. All we've had is a bunch of stupid little amateur comedians trying to be humorous and to try to suck around, and uh, they, every one of them has failed. Isn't, isn't, it, isn't it possible this woman could have been uh, artificially inseminated? Well, let me ask you something. How did Jodie Foster have that baby? Uh, yeah, there you go. Ask Jana Reno. She'll tell you. She'll help you figure it out. Broward County's open. All three lines in Broward. This is a uh, gross, gross moment in my life. Five six seven oh five sixty. That's because I just mentioned Janet uh, Reno and Jodie Foster in the same sentence. Oh, man. Just stop and think. That's worth it. And Bishop and uh, what's her name? I don't want to say it because I don't want to get our friend Cheryl upset. Oh, yeah, she's real tight with Sandy. I don't know how, just how tight, but our good old friend Cheryl over there that never brought my Italian books, by the way. I would love to keep you all to myself. El Paso. Sandy and uh, Cheryl, they were just like this, boy, over at the old, old IOD, yeah. In fact, Cheryl used to say, yeah, you're okay, Neil. We're having some good times here, but, boy, we sure missed those days with Bill Smith and Sandy. Those were the days. Here's Miami. Hello. Miami. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Bugarrón. What is it? Bugarrón. Oh, bu I didn't hear the first part. You got to enunciate, sir. I didn't hear Bugarrón, okay? I didn't hear the booger part. You know what I'm talking about? I just heard Arrón. Here's uh, Cape Coral. Hello. Hey, Neil. What yes. Is yes, sir. Hey. Bugarrón. Did, did uh, uh, what's the uh, buddy butthole? Is he uh, some kind of idiot or what? I think he bought that station over in Fort Myers. He's putting on uh, religious programming or something. Uh, okay, thank you. Here's a lady mobile in uh, Miami. Hello. 
Hello? Yes, sir. Ma'am. Hi, Neil. How are you? Okay. My uh, mind is a little bit scrambled. You'll have to excuse me. It's just a little scrambled now. Mine, too. I've got my gun here on my car seat next to me. Good. Neil. Excellent. Watching the market and uh, <laughs> taking a big dump, and I'm not happy. Uh-huh. I, anyway, I just called to tell you that I'm here. I'm listening to you. I'm with you. I'm paying attention to everything you say, and I've been paying attention anyway. Okay. I just want you to know that Hang on every all, word. We're not all, uh, you know what's out here. Like they told Gary Gilmore, hang on every word. Okay, have a great day. Good luck to you. Hey, Neil. Oh, yeah, have a great life. We have an open line in Dade County, 5670560. There was no lady in pound 560 on the uh, mobile one line. Was What was that? Undetermined origin? It was, it's 11 before, look at that, 12 before. Let's do it now anyway. Let's get it over with. I'm going to do the break and I'm going to just lay on the floor and go blah, 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 like that for the last 10 minutes. Be, probably get a bigger number. We had the rest of this goddamn show. Hank Goldberg will be here. Don't have to, don't have to worry with Hank because we got all the football people. But I mean, but I mean, but about all those exhibition games, baby. How about my Spartans on a Saturday, huh? They suck. Same old tired stuff. So predictable, man. Real predictable. Just like these callers on every Monday. Just predictable as the weather in Alaska. Football, football. Oh, yeah, now we got something really to sink our teeth into. How many months do I have to put up with this? That means every time I turn on this station, now they're going to be hocking and chinic with their football. Real season hasn't even started in the NFL, and already they're hocking and chinic. Oh, yeah, they really look good in preseason. Wow, I'm impressed. Let's go watch a scrimmage, huh? Mobile One Cellular Network is constantly... This high. <laughs> now I'll have to get deeper in the closet again so I can impress all the macho friends. Check out Chris Moore at night to help me pay on the side. Yeah, there ain't nothing like having macho sports guys whose voices have some cracks since they were 12 years old. Yeah, can't like that. Yeah, stand up real close to the radio and press it on and get their voices on up there. really makes my balls taste good. Yeah, and that crow, man. Well, he's smarter than my inbred brother. Yep. Yeah, I forgot about Wednesday, boy. If you think today was rough, wait till Wednesday at 1. It's 154 at 560 QM. What are we going to do with these last two uh, tapes here, for Christ's sake? No, you can't have them, Fat Joe. And what do you need these for anyway, for Christ's sakes? All the action you're getting from that chubby little uh, nice girlfriend of yours. Oh, you're not? Here's a mobile in Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. How you doing? Two things I wanted to talk to you about. Uh, first of all, I hear uh, Geldy on the worst team this morning. Yeah. And he, and he's talking that was about your first mistake. Are the Leafs are willing to trade Podfan for uh, Robbie Niedepair and Rhett Warner? Yeah. I mean, and then he was saying how the Panthers didn't think didn't think they were willing to part with those two guys for him. You know I something? Mean, the Panthers don't want to give away anything. They want everything in the world. Any good player that's out there, but they don't want to give anything away, including direct like uh, those two, okay? It's yeah. the most ridiculous thing. And, th again, that's Geldy sucking up to uh, the management again. I mean, it, it makes no sense to me whatsoever. Felix Potvin is one of the best uh, goaltenders in the goddamn league, and they expect to get him for a couple of uh, wannabes who've never shown squat? Exactly. Including I mean, that pussy no... Robbie Niedermeyer? Exactly. I mean, Warner's decent, but, you know, that's only giving away yeah, one he, guy. He, in shows, he shows up once in a while, okay? He's a, yeah. he no a star, believe me. That's true. Second of all, uh, do you hear the report that uh, Wayne Heisenga bought a uh, house in Nantucket for the same for amount of money? $7 million, dollars, right, and more <laughs> than the, more after you take the Alex Fernandez factor out of it because of the injury, if you, which they'll dump him, you take his salary out, the Marlin payroll is going to be $6 million. He just bought a house for $7 million. Yeah. Really God cares about the sports fans of this town. Yeah. Thank God he cut the payroll. Yeah. Jeez, I'll tell you. Well, that's it. I'm out of material. Have uh, a great day, pal. See ya. Here's uh, Cooper City. Hello. W-I-B, hello. Uh, okay, thank you, Larry. 
Okay, now the two calls. I don't think we're going to be able to give these two videos away because we're down to our last two calls. we got four minutes to kill here today. So I, I guarantee you, why, why is it? It's like going to the dentist. You know, it's not going to be a pleasant experience, but just knowing it up front doesn't make it any less uh, painful. So knowing and predicting and articulating and enunciating the fact that today was going to be an absolute living hell. It was going to be worse than being on a lake of fire. It would be worse than drowning in the middle of Geneva Lake. Experiencing it has not been one goddamn picnic, I'll tell you that, even with the ants. Oh, they're in the other building? Here's a mobile in Weston. Hello. Hey, Nikki. I mean, who's this? Neil? Hey, Nick, Neil. This is Nikki, yeah. How you doing, Neil? Okay. Good. You going to the game tonight? No, I'm not. Why not? Because I couldn't give a crap less because I watch it on TV yes, for free. I do. I know you do. You love it. I always see you there. Yeah, okay. Uh huh. Here's a lady in uh, the Gables. Hello. Yes, ma'am. First time caller. You don't even New know listener. my name, but he always sees me at the ball games. Yes, ma'am. New listener. Uh huh. To my husband, a friend of mine, Gail, gay male, just got married this weekend. Wanted to go on a honeymoon, had a little ceremony. Everything was beautiful. I hook up with a friend who's PR for Sandals. They're not allowed to go to Jamaica. Not allowed. It's illegal over there. What? Well, what's illegal? Two males going on their honeymoon. Well, what do you mean it's illegal? How the hell would anybody know they're going on their honeymoon? Okay, try again better next time, sweetheart. Two two gay males, they got married, some uh, phony baloney ceremony, and they went they wanted to go to Jamaica. They couldn't go because it's illegal for gays to go on their honeymoon. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I think she went to, she got some good stuff in Jamaica, all right. Everybody over here wants to know if you'll share, sweetie, and the uh, good stuff, too. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. I'm going to go out there to the game tonight and see if Big Mac hits one and hits me right in the puss. So uh-huh. Go back. ahead. Good luck to you. Hey, uh, can I stick around for a porno? Sure. Whatever you want. I'm trying to get rid of these last two. What do you want? The dykes? Uh, you got a straight one? Beat your meat in my face. That's the name of it. Okay, hang on. That wasn't a command. That was like, uh, that's the name. Well, that's the name of it. It's that butcher. They butchered it up. Okay, we got like two minutes to go. And we got that. Now, how come? I don't understand. See, I, I'm missing something here. I thought all you really straight guys out there wanted to see the dykes in action. I thought that was the big deal. Lesbian tongue lashing? And everybody in the... Oh, uh, can we have a straight one? Yeah, straight my ass. What do you have to have a guy in it for, huh? Because they're probably married, and the wife won't let them put the uh, lesbian one in the machine unless there's some big... Well, kick the goddamn wife out. Send her to the goddamn sewing circle or something. Send her to the uh, circle, jerk. Here's a mobile in Miami Beach. Hello. Hey, uh, Neil? Yes, sir. Hey, how are you today? Great. Neil, Market's uh, making a big comeback. It's only down 68 and the NASDAQ 65. Oh, let's hear it. Oh, Go ahead, sir. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. Straight Julio here in Miami Beach. Who yeah. does, does enjoy uh, lesbians. Good. Hang on. Thanks. See how easy that was? You didn't even have to ask. <laughs> are you still there? Is he still there? Hello? Is that you? Which Hello? line was I on, George? I'm talking to him. Oh, <laughs> Hey, it's almost over. we got to get out of here. <laughs> I don't know what the hell's going on here. I'm going to go home and read my boring Diana book. What kind of an idiot goes out and gets caught up in his one year after Diana hype? Let me ask it again, just like we started the show this morning and buys this stupid Christopher Anderson book, The Day Diana Died, just because it tells the truth about what a bitch that, that queen is and how she wanted the jewels, as in bitchy queen. 
Okay, let's forget about that. Let's get out of the important stuff. We got Jimmy Johnson's got his hair out of joint and the sports writers and Hank's got all the odds and we got the ball game. We got football and football and football and then we got the goddamn Marlins and the Big Mac's going to be in town with the Big Mac attack and we got Fox lost their ass on Saturday because everybody turned the game off in the middle of the first inning and let's say thank God for that. Je voudrais un pote de Bud Light Long Neck, s'il vous plaît. Yo quiero un Bud Light Long Neck, por favor. Okay, okay, uh, yo quiero un Bud Light Long Neck, por favor. Yes. Ich will eine Bud Light Long Neck, bitte. Ich will eine Bud Light Long Neck, man. De zero Bud Lightest Long Neckers. Yes, yes, I do. I de zero Bud Lightest Long Neckers. Ja, ha, chu, Bud Light Long Neck. Yep. Pajalsta. Bud Light, uh, Pajalsta, uh, a long neck. Ching Gay Wo, E Ping, Bud Light, long neck. What? Ching Chai Fung, Bud Light, long neck. Stupid language lab lady, get a life. Make it Come a on. Bud Light. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri.